playing the fastest game in town? Welcome to the Daily Search Cast, featuring Search Engine Land Editor-in-Chief and Search Marketing Expo Chair, Danny Sullivan, keeping you up to speed and ahead of the game on what's happening in the search marketing arena. Each day, join us for a recap of today's happening in your world. The Daily Search Cast makes sense of industry stories and sharing off-the-cuff remarks about what happened and what may come and what may come. Guest hosts give you a closer look and keep things rolling along with questions. So tune in and keep informed on the latest from Google, Yahoo, Microsoft Live, and other search engines. Join us now for this edition of SearchCast. Here's your host. Welcome to the Daily SearchCast. I'm Andrew Goodman of Page Zero Media. Today's Wednesday, August 6th. Now please welcome the world's leading storyteller, Danny Sullivan. Andrew, how are you? (laughs) Wow. Okay, good. Good. How's the weather up there in Canada? It's All perfect. of Canada, mind you. I want a report from the entire country. Yeah. Small, yeah, though, maybe. It's intermittent. <laughs> Weather's intermittent. Have you uh, <laughs> have you moved uh, yet, Danny? Oh, yeah. Good, yeah. Good to catch up. Here in uh, Newport. It's a nice sunny day. It's all blue skies. I'm looking out the window now. Blue skies. Blue skies. Hot. Hot blue skies. It's lovely. And and does Street View have all the paparazzi uh, nailed on your street? How's that going to work? You know, um, we're just off the main boulevard where Street View has gone by, so uh, you wouldn't you wouldn't see us unless they started driving up and down the little small streets that we live on. Uh, but you know, maybe I could get a special run through uh, so that <laughs> people could come along and check me out, and then after they do it, I could complain that um, I you know couldn't believe that they invaded my privacy by listing my home. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe that might happen. But uh, there's another way we can invade people's privacy with Google today. I thought we'd talk about that. Well, not really invading their privacy. It's the whole uh, Google Insights for search thing. Did you play with this at all yet? Have you seen it? I played with it, yeah. Uh, No, it doesn't seem to invade privacy, does it? (laughs) No, no, not at all. Just, you know, just looking Um, for a little podcast bait. (laughs) <laughs> it's a continuation of uh, of Google Trends, right? So your take yeah. uh, uh, the, so, well, that it, you have normalized data. So yeah, so I'll, you know, I'll fill in a little bit about the product, and then we can talk about it a bit. But um, so you know, we had Google Trends, which let you search for what um, I think we've had it for about two years now. Maybe it's only a year, where it lets you uh, enter a keyword, and then you can see how many. You know what degree of searching happens for that particular keyword volume um, over the t- course of time. You can compare that word against other words, and you can even even narrow it down by geography. Like, you know, are more people searching for it in one place than the other? Then you got Google Ad Planner that lets you look up for particular websites. Um, what were the search terms people used to reach those websites? I think that would be the primary way I'd characterize that product. And 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 now you've got. Google Search Insights, which is a way for you to put in a search term and then track the volume and stuff in various ways like search Google Trends allows you to do. Or you can just go, for example, uh, drill down to a particular area. Like here, I'm going to go to Canada, and I'm going to go into the sub-region of, um, gosh, let me see here. Hang on here. Would you be Ontario? (laughs) Or am I being ignorant? You've been here, so you're going to have to get it right. (laughs) 
Come on, it's yes, Ontario. Ontario. It's Ontario. Yes. Right? Right. Yep. I, see, I'm all right. It's okay. You've got to understand that Ontario is also a city near me. Mm. Yes. Um, and so it can be confusing. And I'm going to go on Canada, Ontario, last 30 days, and then I do search, and I can find out what's going on. What are you searching for out there? Uh, you're searching for Facebook, YouTube, Weather, Games, Yahoo, Google, Rogers, Hotmail, MSN, and 411. So apparently, Andrew, from what I can tell, you guys just don't know how to like navigate to um, websites directly. Hey, <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, I, hey, I, think, I, just, I think that's just, just the top level. Right? It's not me. It's what Google's saying, all right? Uh, <laughs> uh, I think uh, what we're searching for is often called insufficient data. I've seen that. Uh, yeah. But... Uh, but then they uh, also, but that's just, pretty common. Like, I could probably change that to, say, Alberta, I, and I will. And I bet that over in Alberta, look, it's like the same. So, But interestingly, if I go back and I can change, I can see rising searches, and I can discover that, for example, you've got a rise in Cineplex. I, I don't know, does that ring a bell to you? Was there a reason I should see a it, spike in searches for Cineplex? There is a reason for that. So these are the fun things that people can bring to presentations at uh, SCS or, or, or SMX. Um, uh, Cineplex. Cineplex is really what they mean by that, I think, is Cinesphere, which is one of those big old, you know, one of those gigantic uh, movie theaters at, at Ontario yeah. Place, so they would have special films for the kids in the summer. Yeah. All right, okay. So you've got people who are clearly looking at But see, that's interesting to know, because, you know, if you're a search marketer, you want to know that there's a summer rise of people trying to go out to these places, and hey, if you're selling DVDs, you might say, target that name, word, or whatever, and say, don't drag the children out in the the sun and the summertime fresh air, keep them at home and show them DVDs <laughs> from yeah. Amazon UK or whatever, Amazon Canada. So, and if I go back over the last 12 months, uh, it changes a bit more. So here's the other thing, of course, you can do is, what, let's, let's just do a search for, I don't know, cars in Canada, Ontario. I, I don't know, I always like to search for cars. Uh, don't ask me why. And in the last 30 days, I can do a search and I can see that um, uh, in cars over time, Oh, oh, that's kind of a disappointing one there. Uh, no, How about uh, try some camera terms for 2007? <laughs> that's what I did. Oh, wait. Um, oh, I know what I forgot to do. No, this was much more interesting. I forgot the most important thing. I can also, not enter a search term, but I can also just, instead of saying show me searches and all different things, I can say, well, I can pick a category of searches. For example, in terms of food and drink, what are those people in Ontario doing and searching for uh -oh. in 30 days? So when I do just the food and drink category, I discover that. Apparently, beer, beer, no, I'm just teasing. Uh, apparently, in food and drink category, you guys are searching for on Toronto. These are the things that make you think, Google, you don't really quite have it down, right? I mean, I, and this, was, this, by the way, Andrew, really kind of got me irritated. I, we needed to get this into the story. Barry, if you're listening, you, you still need to kind of postscript this. So we asked them, when you, do a, when you look at stuff in, like, um, filtered down to the food and drink category, and then it tells me that in the top searches in Toronto, what, what is the food and drink category? And so they've automatically built a, a dictionary of terms or words that they think are associated with food and drink searches. So when you see Toronto showing up there, that's the word Toronto plus the word Toronto associated with other words that might be having to do with food and drink, even though it's all kind of rolled into the single word Toronto. I, I really wanted more more um, clarity about that because in other cases, like I've done some searches for cars, and then you see that they show cars separately. So sometimes you feel like they're consolidating the terms, but sometimes you don't think they are. Anyway, so um, anyway, you've got... Uh, Toronto is one of the top things, and a lot of people are searching for recipes. And then Pizza Pizza, 
Yeah, yeah. assuming you have a pizza pizza place. Place called Pizza uh, Pizza is the, the major chain, so there'll be a hundreds of locations in the city. Yeah, yeah. and Swiss Chalet people are looking for another, another yeah. food place. All, all of these real high end uh, places, <laughs> and the liquor store is next, right? <laughs> uh, beer store uh, is indeed the the <laughs> beer store. Well, LCBO I, is, I is, say is liquor, so you that's, said that's it. sixth. Beer stores there. I'm going to do a quick search for California in the last 30 days. And um, uh, here we get pizza recipes. Uh, I'll have you know, to meet our stereotypes, sushi comes in at number three. And then apparently a lot of people here in California are confused of all the Starbucks closures because they're all searching for Starbucks. Uh, then you get Food Network, Pizza Hut, Domino's, Subway, McDonald's, and then, I might add, a personal favorite, Cheesecake Factory. Nice. Cheesecake. I just did Sweden, and uh, I don't know Swedish, though, but I think wine is fifth and pizza is seventh. <laughs> let's, just, let's just check out China sub-region of um, oh, Hunan, uh, last 30 days. And, uh, oh, those Chinese, they're searching for American food. <laughs> no. there's, there's not enough volume, I can't tell you, in the food and drink category. They just don't got it. So, anyway, insights for search... Andrew, I had a reporter ask me yesterday what they thought Google's motivation was in doing this, and I'll chime in, but I'm kind of curious. What do you think? Why do you think Google's doing it? Hmm. Well, uh, I immediately start to – I mean, I think think they do want to offer resources for marketers, so it's a pretty interesting way to do it. It's it's, – you know, I, I I used it for some camera-related terms. I suppose in my, you know in our case, working for for advertiser clients, we would come up with new ideas or more accurate characterizations of which products to to, to promote. So on, under cameras, uh, in a lot of countries, I noticed uh, the hot terms were product names, and it's very boring product num- numbers. But the pink Sony, pink Cybershot, was like a, a really fast-rising term. So. I guess you're going to get a lot of insights into into hot trends and things like that. And I suppose to become a more accurate marketer is it's uh, indirectly helping Google. I don't know if it's anything more uh, sophisticated than that, right? Yeah, I mean, I tend to think, you know, I was kind of with you. I was like, well, ultimately, I think they see it as an advertiser type of thing. And, you know, I thought maybe this might let some advertisers better understand how to geographically target some of the searches. Like, you know that, you know, you know, you you know Intimately, you've you've been with AdWords. You know that um, <laughs> you can target stuff geographically, but you know sometimes I get the sense that people don't know which terms they should be going after for a particular geography. Right? Like you know, okay, I want to make sure that I'm targeting people who are looking for pizza, just or want to look for limo rental services, let's say, just in Los Angeles. But do you know what the people in Los Angeles might be searching for that relate to products? And you know, you don't have a sense of what you know. What are topics in these particular areas? Maybe there are words you're not going after that are different from place to place. Well, maybe that's kind of cool. And I didn't think they had that kind of a tool, but you know, I could be missing it. Maybe they do have that awesome tool. Yeah. So uh, yeah. No, I don't. Uh, I, I certainly feel like if it got better, if the tool continued to evolve, you know, it would become like a mandatory thing to use. It, it, again, it's it is frustrating to uh, have to rely on inaccurate. Uh, third-party, you know, data on search frequencies and something that's just intuitive that can lead you into new ideas. I I mean, rising searches is absolutely an example of something that 
uh, a clunky tool might not show you. That, you know, these attempts to give you related searches are fine, but yeah. that feeling of what's hot, I think, is is something we've always been looking for, and you sort of get it in Google zeitgeist here and there, but uh, we want more. Yeah. Well, we will see what happens with it from there. But meanwhile, we move on to yet new and exciting and wonderful stories. Wait, where'd they go? I've lost them. Uh, oh, look at this. I talked about Street View privacy, and I can't see the chat room, so I'm being Twittered at that I'm complaining about Google Maps privacy. I'm not that bothered about it. But um, as it so happens that, uh, and I'm being Twittered because I can't get to the chat room. I've been having some issues. I, I'll sort them out, trust me. But to go back, uh, Street View, Google's, Google's, you know, conquering the globe, and they've rolled it out now for Australia and Japan. Plus, 30 more uh, U.S. cities, including New Orleans. So uh, if you want to go check things out in uh, Sydney, you can go do that. Tokyo, go down to New Orleans, and uh, all sorts of things. But what I think is going to happen next is that you're going to have people use Street View to fake being in places they've never been. <laughs> do you remember this happened last year? There was somebody who was running for office in New Orleans, and um, they uh, took a picture of themselves standing inside of a typical you know, uh, French Quarter uh, neighborhood, except that it wasn't. It was uh, them in the Disneyland's French Quarter. Nice. <laughs> it was appalling. No, really, not, not with it. Hey, it reminds Eric me Google of a... Gonna, go ahead. No, go ahead. A uh, politician uh, near here, uh, lo, uh, provincial election, uh, uh, his, his family was unavailable, so they got some kids from the, the ad agency or whatever. It was, uh, that didn't go over so big, to have fake kids uh, in his, uh, <laughs> his campaign uh, posters. So... Yeah, you got to use your uh, political instincts on things like that. <laughs> hey, you got any kids I can borrow? I mean, I'm just saying I got a little ad I got to run. It'd be all right. I'll give them back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's great. Oh, I did get the Street View stuff up. It's awesome. They, like, just stopped short of my street. Like, you could wow. just go. It's, it's like, you know, I've, see, now I'm kind of sad. Like, what's wrong with my street, Google, huh? Don't you Don't you love my street as well? They're literally like um, like one one street back, and they didn't make it all the way up. I'm actually impressed at how many streets they've actually done down here, though. It's kind of scary freaky. They, they've got all these little small streets. How did they avoid mm. mine? I, I didn't do a robot's text exclusion or anything like that. Oh, well. I'll have to hope for next time. So anyway, uh, remember Performix, the, the, the search marketing division that Google bought, and then they quickly, and, and with many kudos from me and others, uh, said, we are not going to keep a search marketing company because we are Google, and we just do not agree with that kind of conflict. Do you want those kind of conflicts? You go talk to Microsoft and Avenue A. So they said they were going to get rid of it, and now they sold it to a publicist group. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, they're doing what they said they'd do. Uh, I, I think they're keeping some of the product and some of the lists and things, right? So it's kind of, uh, you know, like a typical, believe it or not, Google's like a typical company. They uh, make acquisitions and uh, uh, keep what they need. Yeah, I think they've got, um, well, I think they kept, would they turn it into Google affiliates or something like that? Right. They you know, they have that thing, so they're keeping that part of it, but, um, but uh, not the rest of it. I'm fascinated by Street View, by the way. I, I'm clicking in the meantime, and I'm seeing the street. I nearly got run over yesterday. It really annoyed me. Can I just go into side banter for a moment? Please. You sure? 
<laughs> what should be excited about Don't it. get me started. A kid is lying nearly dead on my street, and the police wouldn't do anything. And now my, my neighbors think I'm the guy who calls the cops for no reason. Oh, well, no, mine was nothing that bad. I just I went to the store. It was late at night. I'm walking down to the store, and I'm enjoying it. It was such a nice night. It's a nice, nice, hot summer night, you know, and I was really enjoying it. And I'd gone over, and I'm, like, in the crosswalk. That's zebra crossing for those of you in the U.K. Uh, and, you know, I'm crossing. You don't call zebra crossing, do you, Andrew? Please. Pardon me? You call crosswalks, right? Yes. In Canada. It's fine. We, uh, we just speak American mostly. I, I know you say that, but then every so often you, you, you pull out one of these things like, I don't know, like you drop U's where nobody's expecting them. <laughs> yep. Just to keep, you're trying to keep both both of them guessing. <laughs> anyway, this, you know, I'm, I'm on the street you in Buffalo. And, like, There's a five-alarm blaze in like, Tonawanda. It like, zooms right through the crosswalk. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm in the crosswalk, and you're, you're driving like two inches away from me. But I didn't throw any of my groceries at them, and I just carried on. All right, let's do another Google thing. Then we're going to take a break, and we'll see if anybody else did anything in the world. Um, Google in China, they've launched Music Search. This really gets me, right? So, you know, I remember when Lycos launched their Music Search. This was, like, back in, I think, 1998. And um, you had to walk eight miles through the snow to even get to it. And then when you did get to it, um, there was only one song. That's the way we liked it. But they had, um, you know, Lycos launched it. Everybody started launching Music Search. Then Lycos got sued, and all the search engines said, we don't go there. You know, we just don't want to mess with the music industry. We'd rather save our energy and take on people like Viacom. So um, they kind of backed away from that. It was the one thing Google just really didn't get into, right? You know, we're going to violate everybody else's copyright, but we won't mess with the music people. (laughs) They don't mean it like that. That's just, you know, what some people will say about Google, right? Anyway, but they they stayed away from MP3s, and now they're doing it, but they're doing it in China primarily because um, Baidu, one of the top things people do at Baidu is search for music that uh, they're not really that interested sometimes in whether or not they're getting it legally. They just want the music. Baidu has actually recently been um, sued by some uh, music firms. We'll kind of see what happens with it. But this is kind of Google stepping up, like, okay, if we want to win in China, we've got to make sure people can get to these MP3 files. And they apparently have done this in connection with um, uh, the Top 100 website, and they're saying we're not making money off the ads that are showing up there, so don't don't yell at us or whatever. Uh, but you have the ability to stream the music through Flash, and lyrics come in a pop-up window. And I I kind of want to go live in China now just to get the music over there, DRM free. <laughs> well, yeah, that makes you wonder how how they can have have it one way in one place without it eventually uh, uh, happening here as well. So yeah. uh, laws, I suppose, would be one start, but. Uh, um, yeah, kind of doing this stuff in China kind of puts pressure on us back here to think about being just as as uh, as as lawless, I guess, as uh, as they can be uh, there. I don't know. What can I tell? Of course, you? I've got um, I've got Amazon, so I don't have to worry about it. I mean, at ninety nine cents for a DRM free songs, so I feel pretty good about that. Meanwhile, before we go to commercial break, I'm just enjoying that in the street view photography I'm looking at, they have that automated blurring stuff going on. And so they have managed to blur the front of a car so you can't see the license plate. And they managed to uh, blur uh, a fire hydrant. But oddly, one fire hydrant but not another one because you never know when a fire hydrant might be seen. But this man walking down the street, they haven't blurred him. But to be fair, he's so far off in the distance you can't really see him. 
Oh, Andrew. I, I would love to know how they chose the streets and the places they went to first. I'm in Buffalo right now on Street View, and in the in this neighborhood that looks like it was bombed. Uh, it's it's really like is this like an expose of America? <laughs> you know, here's where you don't want to live. Oh, terrible. I know. Someday I got to track down some time and talk with them more. I did talk to somebody who drove one of the Street View vehicles. Actually, helped uh, helped do some things with them. And it was interesting how uh, they had to find the right kind of car. That uh, the drivers apparently are not. Um, oh, how can I say this politely? Uh, they're not very swift. Some of the drivers. It's not a real high tech job. Uh, so they do things like um, drive through drive-throughs and <laughs> knock all their equipment off. Nice. <laughs> Imagine how embarrassing that is. Oh, yeah, all that stuff. I knocked it off at the McDonald's. Oh, I was really hungry, man. I had to get something to eat. So, anyway, let's go take the break, and when we come back, we will talk more about, um, well, you know, we'll talk about more. We've got a launch from uh, Microsoft. They've got some new Webmaster tools, and uh, we've got a really cool uh, article that uh, talks about some search marketing uh, things to keep in mind. Imagine that. So, uh, we'll take the break, and we'll come back and do some more. Stay tuned for more of the Daily Search Cast after this quick timeout. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Search Cast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long standing search engine relationship chart, had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Now, back to the Daily Search Cast, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Well, looks like we're back. Not enough advertising, that's my opinion. I'm Andrew Goodman with Danny Sullivan. I'm just enjoying that they um, drove their van now right along the pier here at Newport Beach. And they went, there's this one big parking lot that's always jammed up. And they've even gone through that. Um, just the other day, I was showing the boys that they brought the big fire truck, the hook and ladder, cruising through there also. And I kept thinking, why are you doing that? Because it's a really tight area where there's no parking and the traffic is really congested in the summertime and everything. And here it is on a Sunday afternoon, and the fire people are like, hey, I know, let's drive our massive hook and ladder through this thing so if there's a real emergency it can go virtually nowhere on the other hand it was kind of cool to you know say to the kids hey look hook and ladder right so. right on but there's there's some search stuff too andrew don't worry i got stuff believe me so um so live search their webmaster center has uh, stepped up and, and wants to try to smack google in the face and, and hit them with uh, matching features and stuff like that so they've rolled out um some new crawl error and backlink reports. Uh, so you can pick up all sorts of stuff. It's a nice evolution of what's been going on where, you know, you Google went out and started building other tools. Now Microsoft is doing it. And oddly, Yahoo kind of did some stuff with Site Explorer and then just kind of sat back and said, well, we've got Site Explorer. We're, we're busy fending off people who are attacking us, so we might come back and pick up some more with it from there. So what you can find out to... Um, what you can find out with the new features out there now on Microsoft is um, indexing. Are you indexed? What are your top pages that are out there? Uh, have, you know, these are things that were already there. Have you been penalized? 
validate your robot text files. Um, but now you can find out if there's crawl issue things. So, for example, uh, there are four different reports. Is the file not found? Did you actually block the file? Because that's always good. I'm not listed. Why am I not listed? Oh, because I told you not to list me. Uh, if there are long, dynamic URLs, which I think is great, because, you know, sometimes you hit the search reps and they say things like, don't use too many parameters in your URLs. Well, how many parameters are too many parameters? Um, well, how many angels can you put on the head of a pin? Or something like that, right? That weird thing. And if there's unsupported content type, like if you've got stuff that they don't pick it up with it from there. And then they also have backlink reviews. Uh, so you can go through and you can uh, see all the people that are linking to your site. You can uh, download up to 1,000 of those URLs, and you can do filtering to try to find out, for example, which of the URLs that uh, – I love this Microsoft has this thing called page score, which is uh, what they call how authoritative they think each URL is for a particular domain. Uh, Interesting. So like, wow. What's that? So it's like a linking campaign aid in a box. <laughs> yeah. If, if well, you yeah. do that sort of thing. If, I mean, you can only do the backlinks to your own site. You can't, I think, do backlinks for um, oh, okay. any other web thing. And that was one of the things people complained about. Microsoft, this was really funny. So, you know, Microsoft uh, had that link colon command you could use to look up all the backlinks on a site, uh, which they thought, hey, doesn't this make us look better than Google? Because Google's notorious for having bad reporting data. And then everybody um, started... Uh, hitting them so hard that it was like bringing them down, so they took it away. And then people kept saying, why don't you bring it back? So now they brought it back, but only for your own site and in a more controlled manner. So you're getting it. But I can't look up your backlinks. You can't look up mine. Well, never mind but then. You could, I know. Forget it. So, But I like the page score thing. It's kind of like PageRank, but Microsoft yeah. style. But they should have given it a really cool name, like, um, I don't know, like um, BalmerRank or... Yeah. Oh, I know. They should call it like uh, MSN Microsoft Live Page Score Rank, <laughs> something like that. Live Rank, X Rank. So um, anyway, so it's nice to have these different things that are out there. Yeah, very very cool. And this is uh, officially taking them out of beta. They were in beta for nine months, and now they're Webmaster Tools version 1.0. Nice. nice. Now searching. We don't like to admit it in, you know, company with others, but, you know, Andrew, we all do it. We all search. Can't we get past the stigma that's attached to it and just admit that we all search? I hadn't heard there was a stigma. Well, you know, some people think searching should only happen in the privacy of your own home, but I you know, I just think we need to, to, to go and, and, and just get past that. And new data from, from Pew, uh, the Internet uh, researching team people that are out there, uh, you know, they have the Internet in American Life Project, uh, they have found that daily use of search engines is growing and that um, in 2002, 30% of people online said that they search daily. And now it is like 50% of people saying that they search daily. You know, every other person is doing a search at least once daily. And in contrast, uh, email, which was – and that search has always been really strong, but now email uh, is at 60%. So it could be that search might overtake email usage. Other things we do, by the way, we check news. 40% of us check news daily in the U.S. 30% uh, check weather. I just look outside myself, um, so I don't have to go on the Internet for that. 30% uh, research hobbies. 30% surf the web for fun. And 13% of us visit social networking sites on a daily basis. 
uh, clearly they don't have a lot of uh, the early adopting Facebook people that are out there. I got more it's, stats, Andrew. I can throw more numbers. It's amazing to hear how low everything is because, of course, uh, um, yeah, it's like you could look it up, right? It's you could Google it, but that's where it stops. <laughs> you yeah. could Google it, but I probably won't. If it's me, I do. I right away. <laughs> you know, we've got, you want to win uh, the argument. We've got uh, uh, we're sixty six percent of the people who uh, are daily search users. Uh, our college graduates, um, income $75,000 and more, uh, 62% of those, that's the highest bracket. Uh, by far, they're broadband at home people. 60, 58% of people have broadband at home, 26% are dial-up people. Uh, age group, leading age group would be 18 to 29, 55% of those that are there say that they do daily searching. And then the 30 to 49 year old people, 54% of that group say they do daily searching. Um, the 65 years and older, they're 25% see there, so they're not heavy searchers that happen to get there. Slightly more men are daily searchers than women. 53% of men search daily and 45% of women search daily. Um, and uh, well, the best reason they think is that, you know, is that they're trying to figure it out that maybe because of broadband people have better access to it, and also that maybe we just feel like, you know, you can use the search engines more to find what you're looking for. You know, yeah, that, that won't, won't screw up on me. I can, we can do it. So that's a good positive thing. Yeah. It right, seems like breathing to some of us, but, but, yeah, it's amazing how there's still room to roll ahead on people just integrating it into their lives they just don't yet well it's nice to talk to different people because they uh, you know when you when you talk to people who aren't searchy people you're like going oh you don't do that you don't know this you're still searching with web crawler well okay <laughs> web crawler's doing it for you there you go ah so oh 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 now I'm okay just realized I forgot something. So I have this article here, and this I thought this was really interesting. Rob uh, Kritzler, he's director of interactive marketing for Orkin. You know, the we squashed the bugs for you and killed them dead with things, right? Yep. You have, you have Orkin. Do you, does Orkin make it up to Canada? Uh, we have uh, TV. <laughs> I don't know if that brand is here, uh, <laughs> actually, but uh, I know what it is, and I saw it, the article on, on your site today, so... Well, I, I I liked it. He he talked about. Um, I thought the best part. It's like an interview. Of what does he think going on? How did he get started in search marketing? How they've been going through, you know, and and trying to integrate search into the stuff that Oregon does. Um, he said the biggest success that he's had has been getting you know the CMO and the president to uh, give them the clout that they need to integrate some of this stuff together, and you know that that it, when it's all integrated, it works out well. And I'm thrilled because I. I did this thing where, like, you know, search integration, are we there yet? It's going to be one of the sessions for SMX East that we run, we're going to run that show. And, you know, I'm like, oh, cool. Now i got to see if I can get them on the panel. But I, I think I like these these other parts better where he talked about the three things companies should be aware of uh, when doing a search optimization plan. The IT won't understand why little things make a difference. Um, I love this, that the best brand experience your company will ever have is putting it squarely in front of consumers that are actively engaged in searching for your product and services. People just don't, you know, they think branding, and it's still, I don't think search gets recognition that it's a branding type of thing. And he's like, you know, to have somebody out there who's really in the trenches saying, look, this is a brand experience, how people are discovering you when they're looking for you specifically. Uh, and I like that he was talking about the idea that um, 
you know, in the next 10 years or so that the search marketers will start taking the top search, top marketing jobs. I love this quote. He's like, traditionally held by the, gee, doesn't that ad campaign strike you with full force brand marketing types? So, you know, he's saying that the, the people who want bells and whistles may get replaced by the people who, um, you know, are, are, are accounting things, but making sure that it works. <laughs> Well, that's what I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's good stuff. And I think the reason so many companies aren't there, aren't moving in that direction, is uh, they're not aware of the just the enormity of the numbers and how they've tilted towards search. When you do a review of how much you can do online as far as an advertiser goes or a, a being seen in a listing, like half of it is search. <laughs> and uh, and I think people just don't realize the the size of that. And then aside from that, um, I thought we would end the day with, with Paris. She, she got quite a chuckle out of her. She made me really, really laugh today. So do you, you saw the whole McCain ads thing and you got up to speed on all that stuff happening? No, not really. You know, just trying to trying to keep, you know, keep the nose to the grindstone over here. But I did see a picture of Paris on your site, so I'm sure it must mean something. Yeah, that's all you really need to see. Well, so John McCain's, like, upset that um, Barack Obama is, like, you know, everybody thinks he's, like, a celebrity. And so he's been running these ads. I read one account that apparently they might even be working, saying, look, all right, so Britney's a celebrity, Paris Hilton's a celebrity, and here's Obama. Do you really want, you know, a celebrity running the White House? Um, And then so people, like, I've been watching The Daily Show and and also Colbert, and they've been poking fun at the ad, saying, you know, seriously, you know, we know he's a celebrity, but do you think that was the ad's the right way to go? And you're, you're picking up Paris Hilton, who, ironically, her family's like been paying Obama, uh, McCain as you know as much money as you're allowed to pay them, apparently. So anyway, she comes out today with this ad, responding to McCain's ad, saying, "Oh wait, I'm, I'm going to queue it up because I want to make sure I, I get her words down correctly, uh, because they were very, very funny." You can't you can't hear them because my microphone's way far away. But she says, um, oh wait, here we go. It starts off and it starts. It she says that he it says McCain's the oldest celebrity in the world. It starts showing all these really old people. Talks about the idea of they grew up when beer was in buckets and dancing was a skin, uh, sin. And the way I gotta read you this bit here. He goes, Hey America, I'm Paris Hilton and I'm a celebrity too. Only I'm not from the olden days, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm just hot. <laughs> and then she goes, then the wrinkly white-haired guy used me in an ad. <laughs> so then she, like, starts going on, basically, like, ripping at him. And then she, like, expresses what she thinks the uh, United States energy policy should be, which is this compromise between um, uh, what McCain suggested and Obama suggested. And it's it's a good chuckle. But anyway, there's a search connection because if you hit over Google Trends, everybody's trying to find this dang thing, right? I mean, there's, there's like, you know, Google Trends will show you the top 100 hot queries that are going on. She's got seven out of the top 100. People are doing Paris Hilton commercial, Paris Hilton McCain ad, Paris Hilton on YouTube, Paris Hilton, oh, this Paris Hilton energy plan. plan. <laughs> oh, her campaign video, Paris for President, and, uh, so they don't really know how to find this video, and I was wondering, well, what happens if you tried looking for it? What do you get? And so I did a thing on Google for Paris Hilton commercial, and uh, they find the right one. It comes up. It's number third. But then it's at number seven again, so Google's got some repetitive issues, the exact same URL, some glitches that are going on there. They're having to do with how they're refining the results. But at least you get it. 
right? And, and Google's in particular challenged here because I guess she had this other thing that she did for Carl's Jr., which is like, you know, a fast food restaurant, ironically based out of the uh, place uh, where I live right now. Uh, and I guess it was like really sexy or something, or she was eating the burger or whatever. Remember, I've been a cultural expatriate for a long time, so I didn't see it. I'm assuming <laughs> you didn't see it, right? I think all of us feel that way, uh, Danny. You know, we <laughs> try to avoid the the uh, the commercials. Well, this one got some buzz. So when you do a search over there, most of the results are dominated that way. And over on Yahoo, but so Google's showing you both, giving you results for both of these now famous commercials. Yahoo, it's nothing, and, and Microsoft doesn't get you what you're looking for. I did another search uh, for her... Um, I did another search, and this time it was for Paris Hilton campaign video. Google again comes through. Um, about the only thing I can say is that, oh, aside from yawning, I'm sorry. I got up moving really early today. Um, aside, the only real issue I have with Google is that they um, they didn't find, you know, for Paris Hilton campaign video, they've got the video showing up, but it's it's at number four. And I'm thinking, why don't you, it's the original source. Why isn't it at number one? Why aren't you more with it? Yahoo has it at well, and they did have it at number one, but they had all these duplicate things. And Microsoft, Microsoft just doesn't have it. It's like two different times they're trying to get it on Microsoft, and I'm not going to get it. And that kind of goes back to underscoring, you know, part of Microsoft's issues. Like, you know, I know you've made, like, these long leaps and gains in relevancy or whatever, but there are all these people out there that want to see Paris picking at McCain, and they can't find it on your search engine. And if they tried you, like, two different times, it's just, it's a bad impression. But anyway, I'm sure it'll get fixed down the line. I'm trying to type Paris Hilton into YouTube, and that's not the best way to find it, but you do get the search suggestions. Well, see, <laughs> and the, and that's uh, the other thing, is that it's not, um, it's not on YouTube. It's on this other site. Um, although somebody will pirate it and shove it on YouTube, yeah. I'm sure. I, I and probably, I was all yeah, set to see whether or not somebody had done that, and then whether or not um, Google might have um, rated YouTube over... Um, you know, YouTube's version over this other site's version, uh, but it they didn't do that. So you know, see credit to uh, credit to Google. See, gang, they're watching out. They're trying to. Do it. Oh wait, here we are. Paris Hilton responds to McCain ad from Clinton Obama. Uh, oh, this video is no longer available due to a copyright claim by a third party. See, they're right Oof. on it. But I'm interested in the Clinton Obama camp channel doing it. Oh, it's the Clinton Obama Llama channel. So that's not really Obama's channel. He didn't try to violate any any copyright. It was um, somebody else doing it. So uh, yeah. So see, they they respond to those things. They're getting them all off and uh, taking care of it and not outranking themselves. Oh wait. Oh, oh I just found it on YouTube now. <laughs> uh, keep searching, Andrew. You'll find it over there. Well, the, the first uh, very funny. The first search suggestion, I got an ABC News. Uh, you know, the first search suggestion that comes up is Paris Hilton's sex ape, misspelled sex tape, I guess. Oh, uh, yes, sex ape. That's the number well, one. Well, you know, the sex tape, that, that's actually German for um, six. So it's the Paris Hilton six ape tape that uh, a lot of people yes. aren't familiar with. Yes, yeah, it's very little known. <sighs> All right, Andrew, it's been a pleasure talking with you. Hope I haven't taken us down too many um, strange streets as part of the whole street view thingy or whatever. I uh, hope we got, got somebody through their commute anyway. Thank you, yeah. Dan. Thank you very much. So I guess later. we'll wrap her up. This has been your daily search cast for August 6th. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day.
The Daily Searchcast is produced and sponsored by WebmasterRadio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. Looking to boost your competitive edge, your bottom line, network with your peers? Keep it right here on WebmasterRadio.fm. Listen live or on demand to our award-winning lineup of shows anytime, hosted by the most respected names in the Internet world. This is Jim Hedrick from Oncology. Join me and Dave Davies every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern or 11 a.m. Pacific as we explore the ecology of the web environment we all work in. That's Webcology Thursdays, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. Putting you in the front row with unprecedented access to everyone you need to know. Log on to webmasterradio.fm now.